This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. Welcome to the Partnership Podcast. This is Chris Romer, President and CEO of Vale Valley Partnership. It is my honor to be joined today by Senator Kerry Donovan and by Representative Dylan Roberts. And we are here to talk about a legislative recap and talk about some of the things that happened at the Capitol this year during the most recent legislative session. Um, Representative Roberts and Senator Donovan, thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your schedules to join us for the podcast. I think people will really be interested to hear your perspectives on some of the key pieces of legislation and challenges and opportunities that happened at the legislative session. So we'll jump right in and, and let's let's start with Representative Roberts and then we'll jump over to Senator Donovan. Um, Representative Roberts, what, what are some of the, the key things that, that you saw from this legislative session? Maybe, maybe start with um, one or two outcomes that you were really happy to see and then we can talk about the challenges. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on, Chris, and uh, very happy to do this and join your listeners on this podcast. Uh, This past legislative session, which got done about uh, a little less than a month ago, um, so we've had a little bit of time to reflect. uh, You know, I kind of see this as one of the more unique sessions I've been a part of. I've been down at the Capitol now for two terms, and uh, I definitely think this was a unique session, but also one that I think was very productive and probably the most bipartisan and productive session that I've been a part of uh, during my time in the legislature. And uh, I say it's unique because uh, one of the things that was different about this legislative session as to compared to ones in the past is uh, we had uh, significant federal funds that got sent to us from the U.S. Congress through the American Rescue Plan that were uh, that we had to allocate. Uh, and so uh, that is not usually a um, an opportunity that Colorado has given our fiscal situation and our budgetary constraints. So to have significant funding available to uh, prioritize and invest in some of our biggest uh, gaps and challenges that we face in the state was a very unique opportunity. And I think we rose to the occasion and and spent those funds in a responsible and productive way. Uh, So one of my main uh, highlights and things that I'm very happy with how this session went is how we allocated those American Rescue Plan funds. Last year, when we received the big chunk of dollars uh, later on in our session, we decided we wanted to do this in a very deliberative and comprehensive way. And so what happened is we divided that the federal funds into three main categories and then set up task forces that worked throughout the interim last year. So throughout the summer and the fall and into this this current year um, to determine what exactly needed to be spent uh, or what exactly needed to be funded, how the dollars should be spent and do it in the way that got us the most bang for our buck. And the three categories that we set up task forces for were economic and workforce development, uh, behavioral mental health and affordable housing. And I actually uh, had the privilege of serving as the chair of the Affordable Housing Task Force and worked uh, for the last uh, many months last year and into this year with that task force, which was a bipartisan group of legislators, but also housing experts from across the state, local officials, uh, and a wide variety of, of 
perspectives. And we came up with recommendations that all got turned into various bills. Uh, and all of those bills passed with bipartisan support and uh, taken in total, they all represent the single largest investment that the state has ever made in affordable housing in a single year. And so I'm very happy about that. As we know, uh, in Eagle County, housing is the top issue for our businesses, for our workforce, uh, and for our way of life. And so it certainly won't solve all of the problems we have, but I'm very happy that the state is really stepping up and being a good partner for local efforts on housing. Um, and then the second big thing, I think, is we responded to uh, the most pressing needs that we were hearing from our constituents, uh, which were the cost of living, uh, prioritizing education, and public safety. And we passed several pieces of legislation that I imagine we'll talk about some today uh, that uh, touched on all three of those historic investments in education, uh, passing several bills to make our communities safe uh, and more safe from crime, and then making sure that we were doing everything we can to save Coloradans money as they deal with uh, rising inflation and other uh, price concerns. So those were the two big highlights for me. Excellent. Representative Roberts, thank you for that. And it, the, that American Rescue Act is a unique point in time to um, put that funding into Colorado to solve some of these big issues, as you noted, around housing, behavioral health. And um, it's, a, it's a big, big deal. And um, kudos to you and all of our elected officials on both sides of the aisle for coming through on some of those priority items. Um, Senator Donovan, We'll, we'll look to you with, with the, um, a little time to reflect upon the legislative session. What are some of your biggest takeaways? Yeah, you know, it really was a tale of two sessions, and I'm so glad that you invited us on to be able to share what happened down at the Capitol. Uh, while most people were either snowboarding or skiing, Representative Roberts and I were down at the Capitol making sure that the voice of the high country was heard. So we really had these two parallel efforts. One, what Senator Roberts just talked about was this once in a lifetime, really, uh, federal um, investment opportunity of how we invested those co uh, COVID recovery funds. And I'm really proud of Colorado. Not all states were deliberative as we were about it. We took our time. We listened to broad stakeholder groups and then offered a series of bills to really make these dollars be transformational instead of one-off reactionary uh, spending. So I was really very proud of my colleagues on both sides of the aisle and of the leadership by the governor and of our other leaders in the state like Dave Young, our treasurer. Uh, we really did a great job with that. But in the meantime, we also had to do kind of the normal um, work of the General Assembly and responding to problems of the moment like wildfire. So we did a lot of, uh, we kind of did have this General Assembly that was two in one, the federal dollar reinvestment and then uh, doing um, what is normal work of responding to uh, the things that we heard from our constituents. So like I mentioned, wildfire was a big topic of discussion because we had a number of really scary wildfires in people's backyards in the very literal sense. But we also, with uh, partnership with Dylan Roberts and straight out of Eagle County, worked on a child care facility um, tax credit that will hopefully encourage more child care um, centers to open up. And that came directly as an idea from Eagle County. So I was excited to see that signed into law. And we also did some great work around um, the things that are kind of evergreen issues down there, particularly if you represent rural Colorado, such as health care broadband, agriculture, and water. So uh, felt like it was a, a great session. We got a lot done. Of course, the work is never completed. And the day after session finishes, 
you're already thinking about what needs to happen next. And that was true of this session as well. Yeah, and Senator Donovan, let's let's keep it with you and then we'll go to Representative Roberts, but share with me one, one piece of legislation specifically that, that, that you were especially proud of, or I'll give you two options here. One that you're specifically proud of, or one that you think flew under the radar um, that maybe didn't get the media coverage that you think it should have that um, you would wanna highlight for people. Sure, one that definitely threw out of, uh, under the radar, uh, but I think will have long lasting impacts was a bill that Rhett Roberts and I were both connected to. And that was adding um, agriculture as a topic of discussion to the water interim committee. Now, why did that fly under the radar? Because the jargon that I just used to describe it, it's about as inside uh, the Capitol as insidery as you can get. But what it will mean is starting from this summer onwards, elected officials from across the state will focus on the impacts of agriculture on a year-round basis. And I think this is critically important because of the ties between water and agriculture, because agriculture is so critical to the legacy of Colorado, and it is one of our big economic drivers to the state. And as every year passes, we have less people directly tied to the business of agriculture, right? The joke is we don't have very many people anymore who know how to operate a shovel. Well, I know how to operate a shovel, and Dylan certainly comes from a district that knows how to operate a shovel. So we're both really excited to um, get the support of our colleagues to make sure that ag is a year-round focus of the capital and that the state is making it a priority. But that bill definitely sailed under the radar. I, th I think that's a great example, and, and thank you for sharing that. Representative Roberts, uh, same question for you. What's a, what's a bill that you're especially proud of or, or one that maybe didn't get the media attention that you think it should have? Yeah, so, um, you know, Senator Donovan mentioned one already, which was our property tax exemption for child care centers uh, straight out of Eagle County. So I'm especially proud of that one because that was a constituent driven idea. Uh, and I think, you know, cutting taxes and trying to cut red tape for things like child care is especially important. Uh, but one that uh, hasn't been mentioned that comes to mind for me is a bill that I worked on regarding a rural health care workforce, uh, Senate Bill 172, which was a bipartisan effort that I was one of the House sponsors of, uh, was just signed into law last week by the governor over in Summit County. Uh, but what this bill does is it set up, sets up a rural track uh, in all of our colleges and institutions of higher education that have health care programs. Uh, it sets up this rural track, which will incentivize and place uh, health care providers, not just doctors, but all health types of healthcare providers in the rural parts of our state, including Eagle County, including the high country. Uh, and what this means is that um, we will be able to start driving down healthcare costs from the provider side by having more options available for people uh, closer to home. We know that we have uh, disproportionately higher costs of healthcare in the, in the rural and mountain parts of our state. And one reason is because we just don't have enough providers, whether it's doctors, nurses, therapists, or what have you. And this bill is going to harness the power of our great higher education institutions across the state and try to get people into rural Colorado. When I was working on this bill, uh, a really great stat for me that came to light was if people in the healthcare field spend even just six weeks in rural or mountain Colorado, they are 50% uh, more likely to return there after they're done with their education to start their careers. And so uh, this bill puts a little bit of money behind this higher education uh, effort. And I think we'll end up um, making sure that there are 
are many more healthcare uh, providers, healthcare workforce all across the part, uh, the state, not just in the metro areas. And that will be a huge benefit to everybody who lives in rural Colorado with lower healthcare costs and better access to care. Yeah, and a, a good transition there. And we're gonna we're gonna be wrapping up here with our with our time today. So. Again, I want to thank Representative Roberts and Senator Donovan for taking the time out of their schedule to, to join us and talk a little bit about these, um, these issues in the, the state session, that legislative session that just wrapped up last month. Um, one that I would bring up related to the higher ed was um, 1155, which I, I know both of you supported, um, which was for the in-state tuition for Colorado high school graduates that's a big deal in our mountain regions, and it's certainly something that Colorado Mountain College um, helped champion as well. So thank you guys for, for that one. Just since that one didn't come up and I've got the platform, I'm going to bring that one up and, uh, and thank you guys for your support. I think we had the support of most every legislator in the mountain region, in the Colorado Mountain College region on a bipartisan basis. So I think that's a really great thing. Um, so we're, we're going to wrap this up. I want to be able to provide you guys one little last platform to, to share any thoughts you might have with regards to the public safety, with regards to um, anything we might not have talked about, or with regards to the state unemployment insurance trust fund. Any, any last um, takeaway that you guys wanna share from the session? And Representative Roberts, we'll have you go first and then we'll close out with Senator Donovan. Sure, thanks, Chris. So. Yeah, a few other things that come to mind that are particularly business focused or um, economic focused, since this is the Vale Valley Partnerships podcast. Uh, you brought up the Uninsurance Employment Trust Fund. Uh, we made a significant buy down of our obligation on that trust fund, which is really important for businesses, particularly small businesses, because if the state hadn't done that, they would be liable for higher fees into the unemployment fund. And we use a lot of our American Rescue Plan dollars as well as some um, excess revenue from the general fund to buy that down. I think there is a plan to buy that fully down over the next uh, two years. Uh, and so that's that's great news for small businesses. We also passed a bill that will mean um, a significant property tax reduction for all individual homeowners as well as commercial properties, uh, which is very important with uh, rising costs right now. Um, but uh, that bipartisan bill got passed at the end of session, which will mean lower property taxes over the next year for uh, businesses as well as individuals. And there was a, a very comprehensive um, uh, cost savings and fee reduction package of bills that did get passed that will help both uh, businesses and individuals. I was involved in a bill that will give us, uh, allow restaurants to keep up to $70,000 in the, of their sales taxes this summer so they can deal with rising costs and, and workforce needs uh, and a variety of other bills in that vein. Uh, and then on the public safety piece, you know, this is something that's very important to me as a former prosecutor. I worked on several bills and there was other bills uh, worked on by other legislators that really tried to tackle some specific issues that we're seeing in Colorado, like retail theft was a bill I worked on to try to crack down on uh, large scale uh, theft from big box stores that then uh, those products get sold online. Uh, we worked on a bill, very comprehensive bill related to the fentanyl crisis that's happening in our state and invested significant amount of funds to both cracking down on the people who deal fentanyl and getting people treatment uh, that are addicted to that drug. Uh, and then uh, we, on the education front, I just want to note, uh, like I said earlier, historic investment in our K-12 system, buying down the budget stabilization factor to the lowest it's been in a decade, and setting up a full-day preschool 
uh, or fully funded preschool for all Colorado four-year-olds starting next year. So um, in total, I think this legislative session really touched on a, a, all of the big topics that our state is facing with some very comprehensive pieces of legislation, some well thought out pieces of legislation. But as Senator Donovan noted, there is still more work to do. And, and that's why we meet every year. And Senator Donovan, anything you want to add um, as we wrap up here? Well, I think Representative Roberts' comments uh, certainly lend to our claim that this was a really big session. I mean, all of those bills could be podcasted. But I just want to thank you, Chris, and your team. I mean, it is just your advocacy and voices like yours that break through down at the Capitol that led us to not only doing all of those big items that Rep. Roberts highlighted, but we also know that local business is the heartbeat of every community. And so worked on a lot of issues to make sure that grant dollars and any sort of relief that we could find were focused at local businesses. So I would encourage people to reach out, go online and look up a lot of programs because there's a lot of grant dollars out there, micro loans and different advantages for people to take advantage of over the next year to three years. And it would be great to see um, our local community really be able to take advantage of Main Street program, the Ready program, uh, nonprofit grants, Secure Savings, all of these really great programs that are in place and are just waiting there to be taken advantage of. And I really hope that the Vail Valley and beyond um, it, it sees, sees the result of Rep. Roberts and I's hard work down at the General Assembly. But we wouldn't have done it without hearing from the voice of the chamber and others. So thanks for your advocacy. It certainly is one of the motivating factors and one of the voices that Rep. Roberts and I carry with us every day when we're at the Capitol trying to be your voice. Well, th thank you so much for that, Senator Donovan. And, and I'd be remiss as we close up here not to thank you for your two terms of, um, of service in the state Senate. Um, you, you've been a good voice for rural Colorado and our mountain region in, in Eagle County and beyond. So thank you as your term limited. We appreciate that. Um, and Representative Roberts, thank you as well for your two terms in the state house. Um, and look forward to both of you staying involved and engaged moving forward in, in different roles and, um, and, and as you move forward in your, in your careers and your paths. So thank you both so much for joining today. There's a lot. People can go to our website at valleypartnership.com and click on our advocacy button to see all of the different pieces of legislation um, that we have positions on um, and links to many other things. So thank you guys again for your time today. It's really, really appreciated. You've been listening to the Partnership Podcast put together by the Vail Valley Partnership. Thanks again to Representative Roberts and Senator, Senator Donovan for their service to our region and the state of Colorado. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now and find more resources at valleypartnership.com.